Alec Baldwin charged with manslaughter and deadly movie set shooting. The charges come nearly two weeks after prosecutors announced Baldwin and a weapon specialist would be prosecuted for the fatal shooting of a cinematographer. Hi, podcast listeners. I'm Stephen Torriello, and welcome to The Stephen Torriello Show. And I was scrolling through social media again today and found this article about the Alec Baldwin that kind of disappeared out of nowhere and popped up today. This is a article from WTHR, author, hat tip to Morgan Lee from the Associated Press. Actor Alec Baldwin and a weapon specialist have been formally charged with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of a cinematographer on a New Mexico movie set, according to court documents filed by prosecutors on Tuesday. So if you guys have been living under a rock for a while, not that long ago, there was a, I would say actually a long time ago, trust me, a lot longer than any of me and you would have gotten. We've already been... We would have already been to court, prosecuted, and in jail, and the key thrown away six months ago. But for some reason, this little story has been going on for a while. And basically what happened was was Alec Baldwin. Everybody knows him. He's an actor, pretty far leftist, pretty big anti-gun advocate. And he was on a, mo- a movie set, and uh, I believe he was the director for and the movie set was called, um, what was Rust? That was the name of the movie, Rust. And he was starring in the movie Rust, and he had a gun that he pulled out from the holster. And he ended up shooting the cinematographer. And the whole ordeal was really weird because after the accident, he went and did an interview, which I can't imagine any lawyer advising him that being a good idea. But while he was doing the interview, he had suggested to the reporter that he didn't pull the trigger. Well, all of us were kind of looking at each other like, dude, how's that possible? I mean, the gun just didn't shoot itself. And he kept denying it, saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how it happened. And then, of course, he was putting the blame on the on the weapon specialist and other people there. Meanwhile, this poor girl's family lost their daughter, and there was another person shot as well, but they didn't. it wasn't a fatal shooting. But I, I believe it went through the cinematographer and nailed somebody else, too. So I'm going to continue on with the article. Santa Fe District Attorney Mary Carmack Outwees filed the charging documents naming Baldwin and Hannah Gutierrez Reed, who supervised weapons on the set of the Western Rust. Helena Hutchins died shortly after being wounded during rehearsals at a ranch on the outskirts of Santa Fe on October 21st. Baldwin was pointing a pistol at Hutchins when the gun went off, killing her and wounding the director, Joel Souza. Prosecutors have said that Baldwin's involvement as a producer and as the person who fired the gun weighed in the decision to file charges. The filing Tuesday comes nearly two weeks after prosecutors Carmack Altwees first announced that Baldwin and Gutierrez Reed would be prosecuted for what authorities have described as a pattern of criminal disregard for safety. In recent weeks, she outlined two sets of involuntary manslaughter charges in connection with the shooting. Wow. So, yeah, they've been formally charged with manslaughter. And that's a pretty big deal. Don't actually know what uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, what that charge consists of. I don't know what the mandatory, the I don't know what the mandatory punishment is for manslaughter, involuntary, yeah, involuntary manslaughter. But I'm sure it's not good. And so Alec Baldwin's not looking really good right now. Um, I'm going to continue with the article. A probable cause statement outlining evidence against Baldwin alleges many instances of extremely reckless acts. 
or reckless failures to take precautions in the days and minutes leading up to the deadly shooting. Investigators say that Baldwin drew a revolver from a holster, pointed it at Hutchinson's, and fired the weapon when a plastic or replica gun should have been used by industry standards. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, like I said, from the very beginning, this whole thing just didn't make sense. Why are you using real guns on a set? Now, I'm not a movie producer or an actor. I've never even been on a movie set. But it just seems to make sense to me. You wouldn't have real guns on a movie set when you can actually use replica guns. It just doesn't make sense to me. And since Alec Baldwin's a big anti-gun advocate, you would think that he would practice what he preached and he wouldn't want guns on his set. So it just goes to show that these people speak out of both sides of their mouth. It says photos and videos of the rehearsal, including moments before the deadly shooting, showed Baldwin with his finger inside the trigger guard and on the trigger while manipulating the pistol's hammer. And that an FBI analysis shows the pistol could not be fired without pulling the trigger. Yeah, so in the beginning, like I said, when he was doing the interview, it didn't make sense because he was telling the reporter that he didn't pull the trigger. And he kept saying, I didn't pull the trigger, I didn't pull the trigger. And everybody that shoots a gun, we're all looking at each other. You know, anybody that's familiar with guns, we're looking at each other and anybody... Anybody that owns a gun or shoots guns knows that's absolutely BS. Guns do not shoot themselves. Guns can malfunction, but they don't shoot themselves. Guns don't have feelings. You know, they're not alive. They're, they're a machine. They're a mechanical device. So in order for that thing to misfire or go off, it has to, the trigger has to be pulled. Now, there was a debate early, early in the case that were saying there were you know, people saying that some of the older revolvers were hammer-style revolvers, which means it's a single-action revolver, and all it requires is that you pull back the hammer and let go, and it will fire a projectile. Well, and, and that's when you see, like in the old Western movies, where they're fanning the back of the pistol when they're shooting like six rounds really fast, you'll see them. They have the gun up, they have their hand up behind it, and they just kind of fan it repeatedly, shoot rapid fire with the revolver. Now, those are called single-action revolvers. And yes, that, you can pull the hammer back, and it and it slip, and it will fire a bullet. But that wasn't the case with this particular gun. And after a little research and looking at the videos, gun advocates and people that know a lot about these old-style guns knew exactly what type of gun that was and knew that it was a double-action revolver and not a single-action, and it could not have been fired without pulling the trigger. So the article continues. Investigators say Baldwin failed to appear for mandatory firearms training prior to filming and that he didn't fully complete onset training while distracted by phone calls to family. They also cite several breaches of required safety checks and protocols as the gun was loaded and provided to Baldwin. So yeah, it looks like, again, you have a scenario where it's the perfect storm. A lot of multiple things happened, a lot of mistakes happened, and somebody's life was taken because of those mistakes. And at any point in time, if one of those protocols or one of those procedures would have been followed, she would still be with us today. But it was just the continuous failure of protocol after protocol after protocol that led to this girl's death. And it's just a shame. And it seems like Alec Baldwin was too busy dealing with family and friends on the phone during uh, safety meetings instead of doing what we were supposed to do and make sure that his crew and team were safe on the set. And that also is not just me saying that. I believe there was other actors and crew members saying the same thing, that the set was really 
just not safe and that they had had problems before. Well, I don't know. Let's read on. I'm sure it's probably going to mention it. Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed maintain their innocence and have vowed to fight the charges. Baldwin's attorney, Luke Nickus, declined comment Tuesday and referred to his previous statement on the case in which he called the charges a terrible miscarriage of justice, that he and his client would fight and win. Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe that there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set, the statement said. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked. Gutierrez Reed's attorney said that they would release a statement later. Okay, to all my fellow gun advocates out there and fellow gun owners, what is the very first thing you do when you pick up a firearm or when anybody hands you a firearm? Go ahead, I'll wait. That's right, you check the firearm. I don't care if you're just picking it up. I don't care if you watch the person check it before they handed it to you. I don't care. You check that firearm. That is the number one rule in gun safety, period. That is the number one rule. It needs to be almost second or first nature whenever handing somebody a gun or you receiving a gun from somebody. Everybody knows this. So that's the thing with these anti-gun advocates is they don't know anything about guns. And therefore, yeah, guns are dangerous in hands of people that don't know what they're doing, as the evidence shows. The article continues, Hutchinson's death has already led to new safety precautions in the film industry. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a little too late. That's how everything goes, right? You know, a plane crashes, and then after the plane crashes, they find new protocols and new safety measures they need to take in order they're not... I mean, I guess that is kind of part of life. You can't prevent everything. So, I mean, unfortunately, that is reality, and it does take tragedies sometimes in order to figure out the problem, in order to fix it. But this was this seemed like an unnecessary tragedy, man. This didn't have to happen like this. This did not have to happen, ladies and gentlemen. This was a tragedy. Uh, the article continues. Carmack Altuis told the Associated Press in a January 19th interview that the set was, quote, really being run pretty fast and loose, unquote, and that Baldwin should have known there had been previous misfires on the set and that multiple people had brought up safety concerns. Wait, what? There was multiple misfires on the set? I mean, what are these people doing with these guns on this movie set? I mean, are they just are they just like willy-nilly throwing guns around and shooting guns in the air like it's the Wild West? I mean, maybe they were trying to get the Wild West feel into the into the actors and crew members. I don't know. I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, well, how do you have multiple misfires on a set and then nobody does anything? Folks, as a gun owner as myself and all my other gun owner friends, a misfire is an actually a big deal. I mean, a misfire is kind of scary, and it's one thing that we always, always fear is a misfire. And that's why there's so many precautions in when handling firearms. And you know what? Alec Baldwin would have known that if he would have went to any of the safety meetings or took any of the firearms training courses that were supposedly required in the beginning of this movie shoot. The article continues, Baldwin and Gutierrez Reed will be issued a summons to appear in court. Prosecutors will forego a grand jury and rely on a judge to determine if there is sufficient evidence to move toward trial. It could take up to 60 days for a decision. Involuntary manslaughter can involve a killing that happens while a defendant is doing something lawful but dangerous and is acting negligently or without caution. 
Prosecutors say that a proposed plea agreement signed by Assistant Director David Halls, who oversaw safety on set, has not yet been approved by a judge and cannot be published. Prosecutors said previously that Halls has agreed to plead guilty in the negligent use of a deadly weapon. Prosecutors say Halls may have handled the gun improperly before it was given to Baldwin. Okay, this is what I have a problem with. Okay, I get that this guy probably messed up on his job and he didn't do what he was supposed to do. But this guy didn't pull the trigger, ladies and gentlemen. He was not the one to pull the trigger. He was not the one to take that girl's life. So Alec Baldwin's definitely going to have some serious problems because all this, all this is because of him. That girl would still be alive if Alec Baldwin did not point that gun at her and pull the trigger. Period. Point blank. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And I think that's how a lot of people feel about this. But again, there's other people that don't feel so much. And I don't understand why. I don't see how you can blame any of this on anybody other than Alec Baldwin. The article continues. Heather Brewer, a spokeswoman for the district attorney's office, said in a statement Monday that prosecutors are fully focused on securing justice for Helena or Helena Hutchins and that, quote, evidence and the facts speak for themselves, unquote. Baldwin, also a co-producer on Rust, has described the killing as a tragic accident. The 64-year-old actor said he was told the gun was safe and has sought to clear his name by suing people involved in handling and supplying the loaded 45 caliber revolver. Folks, just like I said earlier, I don't care if you checked it a thousand times right in front of me and I watched you. The moment I get that gun from you, I check it myself. That is standard gun law, man. That is just what we do as gun owners. Any gun owner knows that they check the firearm before handling it. That's it, period. That's the very first thing you do. You point it at the ground and you check the gun yourself. That's standard. That's second nature. That's mandatory. That's like the hidden rule of owning a firearm and handing a gun back and forth between other people. It's just how it goes. Anybody does it. You go to a fire range, anytime they take a gun off the rack and they want to show you, they make sure it is clear. Period. That's it. There's no other. That's why I don't get how Alec Baldwin seems to think that he can just toss the blame on somebody else. It's not going to happen. Now, I don't know if he's going to get I mean, obviously he's getting prosecuted, but I don't know if he's going to get convicted of this. I don't know. It seems like it's going to trial is what it sounds like. Let's continue with the article. In his lawsuit, Baldwin said that while working on camera angles with Hutchins, he pointed the gun in her direction and pulled back and released the hammer of the weapon, which discharged. Defense attorney Jason Bowles, who represents Gutierrez Reed, said the charges are the result of a flawed investigation, an inaccurate understanding of the full facts. Defendants can participate remotely in many in many initial court proceedings or seek to have their first appearance waived. The decision to charge Baldwin marks as a stunning turn of events for an A-list actor whose 40-year career included the early blockbuster The Hunt for Red October and a starring role in the sitcom 30 Rock, as well as iconic appearances in Martin Sorcey's The Departed and a film of da- a film adaptation of David Mamet's Glengarry Glen Ross. In recent years, Baldwin was known for his impression of former President Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live. And there it is, folks. Nobody, nobody cared about Alec Baldwin until he did that Saturday Night Live impression of Donald Trump. And the left went bonkers for this guy. Doing that impression of Donald Trump and then all the quotes he said about Donald Trump and making fun of Donald Trump 
and hating Donald Trump and just spewing the most vile hatred against Donald Trump got all the lefties on his side on this case. So immediately, immediately when this incident happened, you had every lefty from here to kingdom come stick up for Alec Baldwin. Why? Because he hated Donald Trump. Donald Trump has emotionally broke these people. That he has psychologically broken these people. These people are broken. And because of that, because of that one thing, because he made fun of Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live, he has all these people in his corner. Now, I guarantee you, if this was, a, if Alec Baldwin was a Trump supporter, a MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter, every lefty would hate him and they would want him destroyed. They'd be picketing the, the courthouse. They'd be picketing the prosecutor's office. They'd be protesting, lock him up, lock him up. Because that's how mentally broken these people are, man. They are emotionally damaged goods. I'm going to continue with the article. Yeah, that's it. That's all of the article. So, so yeah. There's not a doubt in my mind that Alec Baldwin will get different treatment than any of us would. If me or you were in the same situation as Alec Baldwin, like I said, we'd already be in jail. We'd already be convicted. We'd already been... We, we would have already been convicted and, and guilty of this crime. Because he's an A-list actor, he's probably going to get out of it, probably put on probation. I don't think he's going to see any jail time. I'll just make the predicament right now. I'll wager it right now, 20 bucks to my listeners. Alec Baldwin won't do a day in jail, period. He'll probably get probation, an ankle bracelet. Now, the other guy, I'm sure the other guy is probably going to get reamed. Why? Because he's not an A-list actor, folks. If people haven't noticed yet by now, there is a two-tier justice system out there. And I don't know anybody, anybody that can't notice that at this point. There is a two-tier justice system, and it's getting worse and worse every single day. If me or you would have done this, we would have been gone. But because Alec Baldwin did it, he might have a chance to flee jail and not see one day in jail. Maybe probation, but I guarantee you he's going to be making movies again two years from now. He's going to have, he's going to be on a movie set, probably with guns. I'd imagine, hopefully, he uses replica guns this time. But I guarantee he doesn't spend a day in jail. Mark my words. We can come back here and mark it. It's January 31st. I said it first. Alec Baldwin won't do a day in jail. Why? Because there's two tiers of justice, ladies and gentlemen. That's just how it is. And that's one of the things that we have to, have to, have to get fixed. Because you do not have a country if you do not have a justice system that is equal and fair for all. Period. And it's just sad that this man is trying to deny that he even pulled the trigger. Like, dude, you can see the video, bro. Your finger was on the trigger. You pulled the trigger. They're, like, what do you think? Like, what did he think people were going to say? Like, oh, yeah, the gun just must have shot itself. I mean, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> that's just what I don't get, man. And you know what? There is lefties on the other side that absolutely believe him. They absolutely, as soon as he said that, they were like, yeah, well, guns can misfire. It's an old revolver. It, it, you know, they, it misfires. All it takes is just a pull of the hammer. I've seen the comments. I've seen the comments. I haven't commented on this particular story. I haven't done an episode. This is the first episode I've done, and that's just because I wanted to see the verdict. I'm actually, I'm actually shocked they actually prosecuted him. I thought they were going to probably find some way out of this somehow, some way, flip the blame on somebody else, or say, you know, bribe the FBI, the analysis, you know, the, the FBI 
analysis and saying that the gun was malfunctioned and you know i thought it was going to be something like that but so i'm actually already shocked that they prosecuted him filed charges for manslaughter and i don't know what the what the mandatory what the mandatory minimum is for manslaughter in new mexico but i i promise you folks he's not going to spend a day in jail he's just not so we'll see it seems like the judge has a uh, 60 day period to figure out if they want to go to trial or not they're not going to do a grand jury why do you think that is why do you think they don't want a grand jury because they're going to try and sway the judge and have the judge say there's no need for trial they're going to pass down a plea agreement and they're going to have alec baldwin sign it and everything is okay ladies and gentlemen and that's what's going to happen i'm telling you right now that's what's going to happen because they know if they did a grand jury that grand jury would see the evidence would see the footage and say yeah this guy is guilty of manslaughter start the trial that's it but they're not going to do that but let's just hope the judge you know the judge has some kahunas and actually wants to see justice served and especially for that girl's family and especially for for everyone else, especially for for the people that Alec Baldwin is suing for them not doing their job. Look, I get it. It's not just one person at fault here. It's not just one person's problem here. Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger, period. All these people messed up. Yes, that's that's right. But it was Alec Baldwin that pulled the trigger, ladies and gentlemen. That gun would not have went off. That girl would still be alive if not for the careless recklessness of Alec Baldwin pointing a gun at somebody and pulling the trigger. That's rule number two. In fact, that may overcome. That's absolutely rule number two. When you receive a firearm, to all my firearm people out there, my firearm advocates, anyone who owns firearm, what is the second rule that you've been told since you were a kid, since the first time your dad gave you a gun or you went shooting with your dad or you went shooting with your brother or whoever took you shooting for your first time? What's the first thing that they told you? And I'm sure even before you went shooting, I'm sure you were going around pointing a Nerf gun at one of your brothers or pointing a rubber band gun at somebody. And what was the first thing your parents told you? Don't point guns at people. Why? And, th and that's the first thing that the kids ask. Why? Because it's not a good habit to get into. And why is it not a good habit? Because of this right here. Alec Baldwin was an anti-gun advocate. He wanted to take your guns, take our guns. And this man is the most irresponsible gun user I've ever seen. He took a woman's life. I can't stand this. I can't stand it. This stuff drives me nuts. These gun advocates, these anti-gun advocates don't know anything about firearms. They know nothing about guns, and yet they want to take all your guns. And this man, who's been trying to take people's guns for years, for years, this man has been an anti-gun advocate. He is the one that ends up killing somebody with a gun on set. Mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. And I'm, I read in another article a long, long time ago that there was already safety problems. I knew it said it in this article, but I read somewhere else that they were test firing the gun outside on the set and shooting cans and stuff. Come on, folks. Come on. And how much do you want to bet every single one of those people on that set was an anti-gun advocate, was one of those gun banners, ban the guns. 
Every single one of them. And they're out back shooting cans with the revolver. If this, if the story's true, I don't know. That's just what I read in the beginning when this first happened and everybody was pointing fingers. Everyone asked the question, how did a real bullet get inside that gun? It just doesn't make sense. Why do you have live ammunition on a movie set? It just, it none, it just, none of it makes sense. But we're going to find out because if there is a trial, we're going to find out. And I, I, listen, folks, I can, I don't think there's going to be a trial. I think there's going to be a plea agreement and he's going to, it's going to be some bogus plea agreement. He does like seven years of probation and six months house arrest and he's going to be done. But you know what? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe the judge will show some courage and actually seek justice for this poor girl. But my biggest question is, is how did ammunition get on the set of a movie? Live ammunition. It doesn't make sense. So the first one is, is how is there real guns in a movie when replicas will do just fine? And why is there live ammunition on a movie set? I just don't get it. Folks, we all know that there's CGI these days. I mean, they make gun firing pretty freaking realistic, man. It's not, they're not real bullets. None of these movies are shooting real bullets. I mean, back in the day, they used to use blanks. You know, and then that was that story with the Brandon Lee character. We all remember that growing up. That was that was with that movie, The Crow. Brandon Lee, that's Bruce Lee's son, I think, or Bruce Lee's nephew. He actually died, and, and there was blanks inside that gun. So, and, and I don't know the whole story behind that. I probably should have had that pulled up, but I think he might have held it to his temple, pulled the trigger, and anybody that knows how blanks work, there's still a little piece of wadding in that in that bullet so instead of putting a copper projectile in the top of the bullet in the casing they actually they i think they put wadding or cotton on the inside and then they crimp they crimp the front closed instead of putting a projectile they just kind of fold over the top like a shotgun shell and then he pointed it to his head and pulled the trigger i think that's it that might have been a different actor um, that also died from from a shooting on set, but it wasn't with live ammunition. I think it was with a blank. But I know Brandon Lee died from blanks in a, in a firearm. But folks, a real firearm with live ammunition on a movie set? I don't know, man. The whole thing doesn't sound right to me. But we're going to find out. We'll see. If it goes to trial, we'll find out. So that's all, folks, for tonight. I just wanted to do that quick little uh, that quick little episode. I just seen it scrolling through Facebook. I had something to say about it. So... Here it is. So thanks for tuning in, and you guys have a good night. Bye-bye.